0: No, people definitely acknowledge that you're overweight. Yeah. So, you know, I didn't have to know myself. I did, but, you know, I was told um, what I was and uh, it wasn't very fun. Um, But it makes you realize a lot of things. uh, It was around 13, 13, where I wanted to make a change. I wanted to get better in my sports also. Mm -hmm. But I also, you know, looked in the mirror and said, something's got to change because, you know, you're getting made fun of now. Yeah. Um, So it was kind of a a two for one for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. I just found out last year that I'm like. (laughs)
2: It's your boy, DJ Omalski. I'm with Wally Z. We're at the Warm Up Podcast Studio. We're chilling with the team from On The Mark Training. What's up?
0: How are you? Pleasure to be here. I'm Mark. Uh, I own the company. Started it six years ago. Myself. We have Carly here in Hi, the middle.
3: Carly Schneider, uh, head of operations for headquarters.
2: Actually, Car- I know Carly from work, and uh, she actually told me about the company. I was super pumped to have you guys here because there's a lot of gyms out there. There's a lot of different gyms, but this is this is really unique. It's one of those things where you're kind of you're finding what a problem is or why do people not go to the gym, and you kind of solve that. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. But um, it's Bucciolato, right? It is. I practiced seven Perfect. times. Yeah. I, f- I finally got you it. Got it. So just to kind of back it up, I want to kind of know about your story. Um, so, Bucciolato, that's half Italian, half, half Greek, you Half said.
0: Italian, half Greek. Okay. Um, found a passion for fitness uh, at a young age. I uh, grew up overweight, played sports, played hockey and baseball, chose hockey as my path for juniors when I played in Canada in college. Um, right after college, I decided to learn from some of the best fitness people in the industry. Yeah. I went to three mentorships. And uh, I knew one thing that I never wanted to work for somebody. Yeah. So I, you know, took what I learned there, meshed your models, and started training people out of my garage in Queens, New York, actually, and um, developed this concept where my wife and I decided. My wife now, my girlfriend at the time, decided that we should, you know, use our car, our vehicle, to go to yeah. people's houses and uh, train them. And then, that's long story short.
2: Yeah. So I want to talk about your childhood. You said you were you were overweight as a I child. Was. Um what age were you like did you have that recognition where like you know um I feel like I'm overweight and you want to like kind of make that change or were you were you not to kind of pull into that a uh, bully story I don't know yeah. if there was one but
0: No, people definitely acknowledge that you're overweight. Yeah. So, you know, I didn't have to know myself. I did, but, you know, I was told um, what I was and uh, it wasn't very fun. Um, But it makes you realize a lot of things. uh, It was around 13, 13, where I wanted to make a change. I wanted to get better in my sports also. Mm -hmm. But I also, you know, looked in the mirror and said, something's got to change because, you know, you're getting made fun of now. Yeah. Um, So it was kind of a, a two for one for me. Yeah, you know, that sucks. I just found out last
1: year that I'm like, that is like, you like, shit, man. I'm actually fat. we're working through that. Yeah,
2: Wally you and know, I. I'm going to group therapy with him.
1: <laughs> I've been like a long time husky section kid. Yeah, right? no, that's exactly that's
0: exactly what I was. I
1: love saying husky because that's it's a so, so proper though. You know so I mean? proper, yeah. It, yeah. We have a separate section just for us. It's called the husky yes. <laughs> section.
2: Husky sounds way more badass too.
1: It is, but yeah. it's it's just for fat kids. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. 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 It's all, they're
0: just saying politely, sugarcoated. <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> I, when I was a kid, I was like underweight I was uh like I weighed 80 pounds in eighth grade 90 pounds in ninth grade just went up 10 pounds each grade but I started off pretty low I wrestled 96 pounds as a freshman in high school yeah I was a little guy but now um as I'm just in an office job and hopefully that changes soon we'll talk about that too because I was inspired by your story so I'm going to talk to you a little bit about being your own boss but now I just sit in an office and I'm just watching when the computer goes black i could just watch my face and i see i look like an aged old man fat old man hunched over, hunched over just watching my belly grow over my knees that's a thing. well yeah. that's most of our clients
3: too So yeah. we're
2: trying to help them in that aspect in yeah. the most polite way which
0: is yeah, a sedentary lifestyle yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and we try to help out with that as best we can
2: yeah and so um want so we're going back to uh, high school. You said you, you were playing sports, uh, and then you had an opportunity. You played uh, college hockey.
0: I did. Okay. So before I played in college, actually, it was a higher level. I played junior hockey in Canada, junior A. Nice. Um, I lived in Montreal. I played in a small town called Hawkesbury. The Hawkesbury Hawks. I had a cup of tea there, so you know, which means you know, nah, I wasn't there long, yeah, but yeah, it, it yeah, was yeah. a good experience. It was time of my life, and then I ended up playing. Uh, I went to Rutgers and played for Rutgers University.
2: So. Nice. So uh, it's not a – you. so you didn't do like a red shirt, did you? You took no. a year off? Or? I, I
0: actually took – so I – from high school, Yeah, I took three years off. And wow. I played juniors all over the place for hockey. So I, essentially I went in as a 21-year-old freshman, okay. which the team seemed to love that, of course. Cause, of you course. Know, you're the one getting the kegs and everything at that point. So exactly. They eat, but it was, it, it was a good time. So I only actually did two years at Rutgers. I wanted to get in and out um, figuring – that I wanted to start life and I wanted to get going and you realize when it actually happens, you're like, oh shit, I probably should have just Late, chilled in college for a couple more years yeah. than I could have, because you know life pitching to face quick, which you know I guess we'll, we'll get to shortly about all, all that stuff. So
2: it's it's interesting coming from a just from the athletic standpoint. You're a 21 year old, a obviously more mature than a, a typical 17, 18 year old freshman. uh Did you come in? uh So I kind of wanted because I want to navigate the story of you going into training. I know that you obviously were in a focus of athletics, but. When did you kind of decide that uh, hockey, you know, you're that I'm good on that. I'm going to close that chapter. It was a good time. Now I'm going to kind of focus on personal training. Was it in college?
0: It was. I found out that they went hand in hand. So as I was taking the classes of the the dual major of exercise science at Rutgers and sports studies, I realized that, you know, I I love both these things, but hockey will come to an end. That chapter closes. Mm-hmm. You're not you're not going to play pro. You know, you know, you know your skill level. You know who's gonna make it, who's not gonna make it at that point, clearly. So the next chapter I wanted to open was I've always loved fitness. It helped me in life. Yeah. And I always wanted to help people. And that was the biggest thing to me. So how can I, you know, help myself, love what I do, but also help people. And that's through fitness to me. I, I love the science behind it, which, mm-hmm. you know, Andrew caters to and takes care of. Now for us, I kind of became more of the businessman, business aspect in it. Uh, I do miss it a little, but um, yeah, so it transcended from hockey to fitness. It was all the same to me, mm-hmm. um, but I knew I wanted to do something I was passionate about, just like I did growing up playing hockey, always lacing the skates up. I had to find something else, and I loved, whether it was going into gyms, working out with my friends, whatever it may be, fitness was there for me. Yeah, so you
1: said you said you uh, you said said before you never you were never employed by someone you always worked for yourself. So yeah. how, how did you is that, is that how you made money? It was just training people on the side?
0: So, yeah, that's, that's how it started. So I, I really, I mean, sad to say this, I never really had a job. Um, my parents always, you know, were the best parents in the world. You know, they're both New York City teachers. But my job was to, at, when I was young, play hockey. And, you know, my job was to focus on school yeah. and, and get good grades. And, and that was it. So I was very lucky to grow up like that. Um, and then, yeah, so I went after the mentorships after I did, I, I started training people myself in the garage in Queens. Um, and I coached a local hockey team. Uh, Long Island Edge, actually, to to name drop there. And uh, that really helped me get my start because I would, you know, go in my vehicle and start with a client or two from the organization. And then word of mouth just spread, but never was an employee. So you're right. I started right off the bat after the mentorships to work for myself. Um, I always wanted to work for myself, but there are tons of pros and cons when you work for yourself. I don't know any other way except wake up and hustle. To, To this day, I still wake up 430. I usually get home 10 at night. I barely see my wife, which I'm, I'm not too proud about now. But you know, it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, she understands the game plan. I'm very lucky to have her. She understands the balance. But there's only one way, and, and I don't accept failure. You know, so I, we're gonna make this happen. Gonna bust your ass sorry.
1: now, so you can show later. That's, right?
0: like, well, yeah. I guess what the, the, the grind in your twenties aspect of building your thirties, yeah, which yeah. I'm almost at now, a year away from building. Right. And then, you know, you say, hopefully chill in your 40s. But, you know, hopefully. I don't think I'll ever chill, <laughs> but I
1: mean, hopefully. will
2: never chill. No, you're an athlete I you, you got it in you. You just you got that no chill, which is yeah. good because it always pushes you. Yeah. But that's kind of what I wanted to talk about, too, is that I always bug these guys and talk about wrestling and, and sports because uh, part of the reason why or just some of the skill sets and just even if it's subconscious, the things that you learn from like goal setting and just. Uh, you watching yourself train, put in the hard work and then you're like, damn, I just won a couple of tournaments or I won a game or I, I won that, uh, you know, hockey game. That is one of those, it's a, gr- it's a gratifying process to go and, and be a part of in What way, and I always ask this for former athletes, what way do you apply those skill sets and what are some of those things that you, you acknowledge as that, well, these are, these are some pros that I like to apply in business.
0: Yeah. And I'm smirking because I, I think about that every day. Yeah. Playing hockey and the experiences I had playing hockey made me the person I am today, made me the boss I am. Um, the mere fact of being a leader opposed to a boss, which I call it today. We did a little skit today in our, in our offices. It's you know I learned so many life lessons mm-hmm. in hockey through hockey. That made me the person I am today. That's why I I knew I could become my own boss or just be my own boss without working for someone because I learned so many lessons subconsciously. Like you're saying, you, you learn these things, whether it's whatever you deal with in a locker room, to, you know, on the ice, to work ethic, whatever it may be, you have to earn something. You have to learn how to earn it. So I learned every lesson I had in life from hockey. Yeah. And it really helped me pave the way to where we are today. Um, but leaders, the leadership role is, is the most, like you're saying. So mm-hmm. I kind of, I like to lead by example. I like to be more of a, you know, follow me type aspect, except harping down on people telling them what to do. Like, you're doing this wrong, this isn't, this, it's like a boss type thing. Uh, I see myself as a leader, which was from hockey, yeah. which, you know, I, I always found myself, I wasn't the best on a team at all, but I always found myself somehow at the older ages having a letter on my jersey um, because I was a vocal leader in the locker room, you know.
2: Yeah. You know, we, when you're in sports, it's one of those things where you don't have an actual boss, but your coach is kind of your boss. So you kind of see those things where it's like, oh, I, I really appreciate about what, you know, what he does, he or she does. Uh, and then these are some of the things I wouldn't do. So you kind of get it. It's almost like a test run of, you know, being in a business is sports, especially when you're in college, because in high school, it's kind of like kumbaya. And, yeah. you know, you, everyone's kind of getting some oh, playing yeah. time, which is nice, which it, it should be. So everyone can kind of learn. But when you're in college, you know, next woman up, next man up, if you're not kind of performing. So the results-driven mindset is learned uh, through college, which is, is pretty dope. Um, not a lot of people can say that they've never, you know, had a boss before. Or they never were an employee. I read an article. I think it was Entrepreneur. Yeah. yeah. Mag Or yeah, not page. magazine. I guess the website. Yeah. But uh, you were saying something that some people might see that as a disadvantage. Why?
0: Um, a lot of people thought and uh, a lot of people that I would fail within three years. Mm. Um, If we're going on seven now, but they thought I would fail within three years because nobody told me what to do. Mm. Um, I didn't know the different angles of, you know, being told certain things, how to act, being, you know, on time, whatever it may be. I just knew it was my time. Um, I knew what I had to do. I knew what I had to do to be successful. I knew how to grow a business. There was only one way for me. But, yeah, many people, and to answer your question on why they thought I would fail without working with someone, they just... Lack of structure, to yeah. be honest. They thought I would have lack, there'd be lack of structure because I never saw a business. I didn't know how the processes worked. I didn't know the levels and the stages of growing and growing. Um, I just figured it out as we, we went on. And mm-hmm. what helped me um, is when I used to be a trainer, and we're going back years ago, and I used to go to the houses myself and train people, we had some of the top entrepreneurs, I I would say, in the world, to be honest with you, because if, if you make it in New York, we love to say, right, you can make it anywhere. And, and these guys were cream of their crop yeah in s- different industries so I'd be training them yeah they'd be paying me in, in the company but I'd be getting the best advice in the world mm. and that's how I was like a sponge so yeah I'm getting them fit they're getting they're, they're happy and they're, and we're having an hour conversation on how to grow a business how to do this why shouldn't I do that opposed to that how, how did you do it what was your biggest downfall And and that's how it kind of grew so day by day week by week month by month I would i learned from them, yeah. Um, and that helped me in the sense of you know not being an employee. Like I said, that that really helped me big time. L- listening to them, learning from them, because they made these mistakes. Yeah, they were employees. Yeah, most of them, actually, all of them, at some point were. So they helped me get over that hump per and, se. And
1: being around those types of people too, like all the time, kind of motivates you in a way where you're like, fuck. Yeah. I oh, want, I want to be this person. Yeah, you I wanna, get a taste. You know, you get a taste yeah. of it, and you're like, shit. I, yes. I want this. There's definitely pros and
0: cons to that. Yeah. Um, oh but, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. But. Yes. I mean, I go. I, you pull up to these houses, yeah. and you're like, what the hell does this person do? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you're like, I want in. You know, yeah, that's your first mindset. I'm 23, 100%. 24 years old. I'm like, I'm hungry. I'm yeah. like, what do you do? And I got to get a part of that. Like, teach me. Um, as I'm, you know, 29 now with baby on the way, you kind of realize there's, you know, different, different aspects in life, different things, more important, of course, than, you know, than money and all these things. But, um, yeah, it definitely, um, we're still hungry. I'm still eager. To yeah. get where I want to get in life,
1: and I'm sure it feels amazing. Like at least for me, I mean, I'm sure you're kind of the same way because you have that hustle hustler mentality. Like those people who said you'll you'll fail after three years, it just lights a fucking fire. I in every day, right? I, I have names in my head where yeah. I wake up every morning, and
0: it, till till the day I whatever happens with this business, yes. Yeah. I I mean I love proving
1: people wrong. Oh, yeah. it's the best. It's like one of Ooh. the best things in the world. We, I
0: mean we have recently, and we'll, I guess we'll get into it. Like you know, we we launched to franchise the concept. We'll get more into that, I'm sure, but oh, I've had so many naysayers now.
1: And and I, I, mean, I love it. I, I mean, well, you're in your seven, and you went from your parents' yeah, garage in Queens to, to now franchising. franchising your it, it's fucking amazing. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, which I appreciate that. Thank That's you. Awesome. Part. But yeah, so many naysayers, and it just keeps me going.
2: <laughs> well, the the positive about having the podcast, of course, we, we love comedy. We love talking to people, and kind of our uh, I guess mantra or just kind of our mission statement for the, the podcast, if we have one, is that you know obviously we talk about comedy because we really think it's one of those things where it motivates us, it's healing, it's, it can kind of bring us together. But the the positive have successful people and people who are entrepreneurs on the podcast. It's a it's kind of a double win for us. We get to hear their story. It's entertaining to listen to, but at the same time, Walid and Tony and I kind of. You know, have a beer afterwards. We're like, wow, you know what? That's those are some things that we didn't even think about. So at the same time, we're learning from people like oh, you, yeah. and and that's that's a dope thing uh, for us. Um, and you talk about like being around those kind of those people who are you know the heavy hitters in life, right. the people who are successful. Did you ever have a run in where they were like, yo, I want you to kind of uh, you know keep up in some way, and you're like, damn, I don't know if I got the the money or the, like uh i don't know they take you out to a bar and you're, you're paying for a tab or something like that oh like you know
0: yeah yeah, no, yeah i've never no they've uh i've been very lucky that you know every time we we did go out with my wife and i with them or whatever you know they they would uh put their car down the bill for us um i always thought though, i, I was thinking back in my mind i'm like <laughs> ooh, ooh, i see them what they're ordering and i'm ordering and all the drinks i'm like man if we gotta pay for this mo i'm like we're not eating for weeks after this i'm like we're yeah, like we're you in trouble do, you gotta but do you like a pretend to yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah i always offer oh that's that's of course that's how it's raised so like regardless i'll be like yo you know, let me get this, or you know, let's split it because you know they do so much for me, yeah. But it's you know,
1: it's I was nice. gonna say either, either offer or just black out to the point where like <laughs> this person can't even function, fuck he's yeah. not gonna pay. Yeah. Like, what, we got?
3: what do you mean? but then be like, oh, I forgot my credit card. Actually. Oh, dude,
1: yes, yeah, yeah, there it's is, go to
2: there is that seven seconds of like. No, I got this. Yeah. It's like, the, like, who wants to be right? a millionaire music place? Right. The yep. the they are like, oh shit, I hope they yeah, don't. Then you see the place. bill
0: and you're like, whoa. Yeah. And I'm like tapping my wife under the table. Yeah. I'm like, oh my
2: God. You're like, honey, <laughs> we got to sell some vans.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, like seriously. Yeah, yeah. Like, we need 38 sessions tomorrow. <laughs> okay, or else we're not going to eat for a week. Peanut butter and jelly all week. That's what we do anyway. Yeah. Tuna fish, peanut butter and jelly. Oh man. That's the
1: co- same, con- like, same sandwich? No, 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 no. <laughs> and not now.
0: Mercury for my wife. She's pregnant. She can't have that.
1: But, me, you know, it's literally like, I'll, I guess I'll take my wife out every,
0: every other Saturday. Yeah. We like to go out. And we honestly do cook at home every meal. Yeah. And I'll have, literally, it's peanut butter and jelly and tuna fish because that's the grind. You know, everyone thinks the boss or, you know, whatever may, may have the most money or may do this. And they see the money coming in. But then no one really understands, you know, the expenses unless you live it and you're doing mm. it. And nothing against it. I got the best staff in the world. It's just and they understand it. But there's, there's people out there who think they know me or the company or think they know how well we're doing because yeah, of social media. Every night yeah, and, yeah. And it's yeah. like, no, it's yeah. like you don't understand. And like I said, I, the most important part to this whole thing mm-hmm. is the balance of my wife and the life partner. Because yeah. if you, you, it's who you marry.
2: I I want to talk about that because I know that is important, especially you know you're starting your own business. You gotta you gotta uh, forfeit a lot of time with your wife, and she's and she, you like we talked about. She seems really awesome, and she understands, it. and she's part of the business, right? Is she a she, trainer she, too. She's or? a
0: she used to help me out. We started it together, so she yeah, used to help me out and explain train.
3: Explain the story of
0: how you met. Well, yeah, we well, we met in uh, yeah we met in Arizona, so one of those mentorships I was telling you guys about. Yeah, I flew to Arizona. She was the intern at this place called Exos. I essentially learned under her for a week. We didn't say a word to each other, you know, till that Friday. We were both dating other people at the time. I waited eight months to Facebook her and said I was coming to LA. She went back to LA. Oh, I'm coming for my 24th birthday. Why don't you hang out with us? Um, And then she disregarded me as soon as i got to la (laughs) all the texts for like two days and i'm like we just came here for you what are you doing (laughs) my boys and brother with me i'm like guys i'm sorry So, so we kept going out but then you know the third day she wrote back the rest is history she moved to new york we did long distance for a year year and a half wow and she moved to new york um but yes balance yeah um don't see her often. Yeah. Um, but it's, 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 a, she plays a crucial part. So she's a New York city teacher. Actually, she teaches second grade oh, gotcha. at Corona Queens. Um, that's awesome. but yeah, she, it's a, such a big part that people overlook because mm-hmm. if you don't have the support at home, it's just not, it's not going to work. Yeah. And that's just a fact.
2: Um, I, I want to get back to that, but I want to jump back to uh, the structure part when I, we were talking about those things where people thought you were going to potentially have some trouble. Mm-hmm. They talked about structure, uh, it's one of those things. And we talk about, uh, the athletes, they're given structure, right? They're given practice schedules and it's almost like an itinerary is made for them, but not even athletics. When you're talking about someone who's in school, a lot of structures in place for us. So we kind of just do what we do, right? We just kind of do and follow that. But when you're starting your own business or you're taking something on for the first time, developing your own structure is something that is very foreign. It's, it's new. Um, how did you start that process of structure? You know, when you're looking at something, you want to see successful business, but you, you ultimately have to kind of lay it brick by brick. Yeah. You know, what, where was your mindset? Well, how did you develop that structure?
0: At first, it was just, and which is similar now, of course, hustle, 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 mindset. But it was a little different six years ago mm. when, you know, you wake up, someone wants a 4.30 a.m. start session, so you, you get your ass up, you get to the session. Yeah. Right, and then you have your morning sessions, and then you realize, you know, there's a downtime from maybe 11 to 1. And then you realize there's another downtime, whatever. So, you kind of find how I structured it at first is you hustle when you're training your clients. On the off time, you build the business. You yeah. try to see how you can grow, how you can get bigger, how, how you can scale this because you can't do that. Well, you can. No, don't me wrong. You, you can be a trainer. I'm saying in your 40s and 50s. Don't get me wrong. But if, if you want to be your own business owner, okay, I didn't want to train people. In my 30s, mm-hmm. I, I saw a different outlook. So I'm like, how can I scale this? How can I have other people do this? Mm-hmm. Um, better quality than what I'm doing, to be honest. And, and how can I make that happen? So, on those times of off periods when people were in training, that's how I developed these concepts. Um, also, to be honest, truth be told, I uh, when I used to fly to LA and fly black, back every other month to, to see Monique, um, you have six hours alone on the plane.
4: Mm-hmm. And, and that's my
0: honest answer. I tell all people, people always ask me how I structured it, right? You have six hours of no phone peace. Yeah. You're in the air. You can't. And it's amazing. And that's one of the big reasons why the business screwed the way it did. Because no one's bothering you. What, sure. Your phones nowadays. everything. You know, oh, everyone's yeah. in your ear. This, that. that you know, like, and you're just alone. You get no that, service you know. up there. Yeah, it's you, amazing. You're disconnected and focused. That's good. And that's what really helped me. But, you know, the structure also helped when I was like, okay, I'm kind of over, essentially, you know, waking up this time and doing this you know if I could have someone else wake up at this time and do this mm-hmm. they'll be happy because they're making some money right they're doing what they love to they love being a trainer and then I could focus on other things mm-hmm. you know maybe you know I start grinding earlier you know in the aspect of how we're gonna grow mm-hmm. how to get more clients yeah how to get another vehicle how yeah. to, you know so that's kind of how i structured i don't know if i kind of answered the question. no that's I kind of went off <laughs> on tangent there, no but... <laughs>
2: no I, I like that because it's you have a good example is that you're on a six-hour flight you could have kind of slept or watched netflix yeah. or something like that or what popped a video in but you know using your time wisely yeah. seeing opportunity when you know it seems like there isn't one and kind of just uh focusing uh from there but that goes
0: back to school though right Your time management like you said that's you learn in college right yeah you have, you have a syllabus in front of you yeah you know figure it out exactly you know time management's huge and
3: so. I also never met anyone else that wakes up at four thirty and works out and then wow. Dude, I it goes about four, his day. I every wake up, up at four
1: thirty, work out, just because. There you I, go. And the, but the only reason why is is I my thing is I don't I don't want to work out after work.
4: Yeah. yeah, which most people don't. No. What does the Murph every Wednesday morning at four thirty? What's that? I do, so That's that the, is uh,
1: yeah. So you run a mile,
0: three hundred squats, two hundred push ups, one hundred pull ups, run a mile. Holy shit! Whoa! Well, and I'll wake up every every Wednesday, every Wednesday, Wednesday morning. <laughs> I just had, it's like a mental block in my head. And that's,
1: it's a CrossFit type workout. You know, they do it at CrossFit. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, I every Wednesday. When you do it so much, it just becomes a part of your. It becomes part of your daily yeah. routine. Like people, tell me all the time, like dude, you're fucking nuts. You w- you wake up at four thirty to work out. I'm like, dude, it's it's nothing to me now. Like when yeah. I when I first started doing it, I was like, this fucking sucks. Yeah. But I love it now. It's like you the, get used to it. Oh, dude, I prefer. It's it. it. It's a part of your yeah. day. Yeah, hundred percent. I'd mu- and, like even on my days off. Like yeah. uh, when I'm not working, I wake up at like seven o'clock, six o'clock in the morning when the gym opens, and I'll go. And
0: get your workout in. Exactly. Yeah. It becomes a part of you, and, and that's what makes people successful that's another one thing right you know consistency mm. consistency is key yes okay if you're gonna do something do it if you say you're gonna do something the next day do it and my my motto also is like you know don't say you're gonna do something tomorrow you have time now if you if you say you're gonna do it tomorrow you clearly have some time now get it done mm-hmm. but the, the working out like i six days a week workout i can't imagine life a different way yeah. maybe it's because i used to be overweight really overweight mm-hmm. you know so my mentality already is telling me like Dude, don't go back to what the hell you were you know like you know like you got to do this you have to do this
1: but i mean that brings it back to your to this point where you know like i wouldn't i not that i would never do it but i hate going to the gym after work so i could imagine like why not gym come to me yeah you know we found that so niche. which is which is which is amazing we found that niche so i want to sure. like so do you guys like, i want to know like, how is it was it like was it, what's what's the hours of operation how long yeah. how long do you guys go
0: yeah we uh 4 30 a.m is the first client and usually what uh, the last session's at nine Nine yeah, to ten. around nine.
3: And wow. they're 50-minute sessions
0: each. 50-minute sessions each. And, you know, we have a, a staff of, what, eight or nine right now. So it's, like, you know, broken up on the flexibility of the trainer's times. And we have an app so clients can book their sessions whenever they want an app. Whatever trainer's available, they pick and they come. But, yeah, we come straight to the house. It's all day. Saturday's usually, like, six to, like, five um, most of our clientele is, you know, they either had a really good night on Friday night, which they do, and then same thing on Saturday yeah. night, so they, and then Monday we get the complaints again, I'm like, yeah, I'm not getting the results, and it's like, well, what'd you eat this weekend, and what'd you do, what'd you drink, and yeah. it's like, kind of like a vicious cycle. Then they
1: kind of realize, I was talking like, dude, well, I just had a cheeseburger, yeah. and, it, oh, uh-huh. shit, and man. it's man. like, yeah, 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 okay, yeah.
0: let's squat. That's
3: yeah. the other <laughs> part of it, too, because some people train, like, two or three times a week, so it's like, oh, what else should we do? doing on the days that we don't train with you and we'll like give them workouts but it's just not the same because they just kind of need mm-hmm. a trainer to like yeah. motivate them and stuff yeah. and yeah. we can't always be there on you know what they eat breakfast lunch and dinner so of course yeah i
1: think people get so dependent on a trainer that like they just never which is not a bad thing i mean trainers always going to help you but yeah um like do you guys cater the workout to their needs or like do they come to you and say hey i want, I want this i want to take muscle. that question sorry yeah, for and, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, get in here yeah,
4: Andrew. so we base our Uh, programming off of a FMS or a functional movement screen Um, so it's about seven different movements that bases off of asymmetries in the body that you may or may not have based off of movements that you do and that we Mm -hmm. um, focus on so I am an FMS um, level one specialist you know focusing on the form and then once we figure out where their asymmetries are in the body from there we move forward figure out their programming and then you know we design a program just based off of what their form is and going
2: forward cool that's that's a that's perfect. Yeah, that's.
1: Uh, I would be like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like work yeah. out. I'm like, we eat yeah. good, you know. Yeah. We
3: do, like, yeah. free consultation first, and then that's where we do the FMS
1: kit. So you kind of, like, build a plan essentially yeah. for them? Mm-hmm. Like, a, what yeah. you think their, like, need should be? or Exactly. Oh, yeah, gotcha. right
4: now with the franchise, we have a 365-day uh, program. So every day is going to be a workout. You know, every day is designed for the client um, and based off of a certain theme um, of FMS movement uh, to kind of help them out as they go through the
1: program. Cool. I know with like – I know because like, we have we have plenty of friends who are trainers and they, and they always say like, dude, nothing is more frustrating than them. Like the person isn't into it. Yeah. Like, oh, they're, yeah. like they they pay for a trainer but they just don't give a shit. Yeah.
3: That's the other part of it too is we have to build relationships yeah. with them with our clients. And we – he definitely hires trainers for – he goes for personality. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have a good personality but you're a good trainer, it's, it's not going to yeah. work out. Exactly. You can't go into someone's house and just be like, oh, how was your day? Yeah. And like that's you it. You should it always so. teach
0: someone – to be a good trainer, right? You can teach the education part. You can't teach passion, personality. Mm. You can't teach, you know, laugh yeah. and smile and have a good time with someone. Yeah. That that's hard to teach. Yeah. It's easier to teach someone. Hey, okay, here's the A set, B set, C set. You know, yeah. focus and do it.
1: And once you have that trust with someone, it's it's, it's a wrap. It it's game over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: because then you build a relationship based on trust through education. Exactly. And then it's absolutely game over.
1: I would love to hear some success stories. Like,
0: yeah, uh, Jake's uh, Jake's one of our biggest ones. So I, I started with Jake. Um, We don't give last names here, obviously. No, of course. (laughs) course. Um, When I first started six years ago, and uh, he was definitely overweight. And he he heard my story and loved my story, and he was a hockey player too and a soccer player. Um, And he went through a journey of... It only took him three years, I think. And I'm, just to let you know, I'm the worst trainer this company's ever had, by the way. Okay. So (laughs) I definitely hired right. Yeah. I definitely hired right after. But, you know, I was a personality guy. There you go, you know. Um, But he lost 60 pounds. Wow. 60. Um, We have a couple, uh, a couple also, husband and wife, that have trained together for four years with us. Um, They're down to 120 together.
1: Damn. Wow.
0: Yeah. So those are two big ones that we love to talk about. There are many others where, um, we have a client, for instance, which it's not always weight loss, but it could be uh, we have a gentleman who, you know, struggles when he's golfing, right? And um, just by specific movements mm. that we do with him yeah. and our, our programming, you know, he couldn't get through the first three, four holes, you know, without in pain, blah, blah, blah. And now he's walking 18. Yeah. So, you know, it's the little things, too, that, that make us smile, that make us realize we're doing our job right. But, yeah, there's those are some minor success stories that we've
1: had. And That's awesome. Keep us going. Yeah. Sure, yeah, exactly. I'm sure that, like, motivates oh, yeah. you even more.
0: Yeah, we love yeah. Getting the results for people to keep them happy, to keep us in business too. So, yeah, Can't hurt. Thing, yeah, So,
2: you got Greek roots, Italian roots. I want to talk about what's the cheat day looks like for you. Yeah, it's, it's,
0: it's an, agri- it's, uh, unfortunately, there's been a lot of cheat days of recent because yeah. uh, Monique is pregnant. So, yeah, he's
3: getting that dad bod. Yeah, when she,
0: <laughs> that dad bod is coming quick. You know, when she gets those cravings, I get the cravings with her. So, yeah. I don't know. I guess that's how it works. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I could I could easily eat probably 6000 calories in a day easily. Yeah. And that's the I know how to hone in and and change like during the week I'm perfect. And I can only eat whatever 25 whatever it may be. But if I have a cheat day, you name it, I mean it. Yeah. Like it's usually every ever Saturday. Someone eat so much I can eat. It's it's disgusting. <laughs>
3: like there was a one weekend where we went to like usually you bar hop and you get you know drink at each place. Oh, yeah. We like food hopped and we went to like three or four different yeah. restaurants in a row and would like order like actual meals and I'm like. Yeah. What are you doing? Like, no, like we got to stop at some That's point. That's insane.
1: <laughs> it was great. I need, like, a packet of Tums on me at all times.
0: <laughs> no. We went, yeah, we went from, like, whoa, like Brooklyn to Queens yeah. to Manhattan. I was just, like, eating. We were
3: at, I've like, Smorgasbord. Or oh, my thing. God, yeah. yeah. Like we went and to I'll different eat. restaurants. Yes. we like, wait, we need to stop, yeah. right? It's, like, getting late. Yeah.
1: We're going home, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, we're going. Hell, yeah, I could eat. But- what's your, like, go-to, like, your if you could have, like, your your perfect meal, like, your perfect cheap meal, what would, what, what's that consist of? Uh,
0: ironically, it would probably be, you know, pizza mm. yes because that's a real cheat thing you know what i mean that's all you know and then of course you have like your gyro yeah of yeah. course so that's that really you just took my mo- roots said the Hold most my,
1: italian and greek <laughs> yeah i know really like yeah. the, i clearly
0: <laughs> use my roots that's there but yeah yeah so um but you know obviously french fries too like the things i miss right you know like pizza which i barely eat anymore which french fries which you'll never see me have anymore like those are the things i miss and crave um i will have more sweets than i have that stuff so if i do have a craving it'll be you know like the M&M's or stuff unfortunately we have in the office for some reason after Halloween but you know it'll be something like that I'll (laughs) snack on which I'm not I don't feel as guilty than if I shove five slices down my mouth (laughs) and have a large fry and (laughs) and then clean it down with a gyro and I'm like okay Um, but yeah you know pizza's definitely uh, go to for, for me
2: uh, we were watching uh, some of the videos that you guys posted on the Instagram website, and you guys kind of infuse comedy, and you're kind of doing the skits and stuff like that, and it's super engaging. It's, it shows a cool side of you guys that you're you are personable. Um, but like who, who takes it? Is that one of your kind of specialties? You you like that kind of stuff? Like comedy? Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I,
0: that's how I, I kind of I, – I hope I built our culture in that sense of uh, – actually, Andrew's kind of Mr. Serious here. I love messing with him. But it's good <laughs> yeah. to have that's that balance. But, but It's great to have the balance. But yeah, I want everyone to have a good time. I want people to know you know, when they're with us or when they're working out with us or what they know about this company is that, yeah, you know what? We're serious. We know our stuff. We have a great niche. We have a we, – we, we, we develop as a team a great concept. But you know what? We're, we're the people you want to chill with, you know? Yeah. We, 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 we're fun to hang out with. That's awesome. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. We like the culture we have. It's a young, energetic um experience group, though. So it's not like, yes, we're young, but we know our stuff. Yeah. Um, and that's the most important aspect.
3: All former athletes of yeah. some sort. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah, exactly. So that helps out. I, that helps out big time. Back to your whole point here, the whole moral is I really believe, my wife really believes that, you know, like you hire an ex-athlete, it's easier to, to train them, it's easier mm. to teach them because of that structure that yeah. they grew up with. Definitely. For sure, that's a big thing for us.
3: So I played soccer and lacrosse in college, and
1: dude, I played nothing. I didn't <laughs> Everyone's just like, I went. I was a D one wrestler. He's like, I <laughs> did hockey in yeah. Montreal. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you know, I was in sports full.
2: <laughs> well, he's super strong, but he he had a bad back since like
3: I
1: fucked my back oh, no. up a while Dang. ago, that's so I use that excuse for everything. So it's just like yeah, yeah. It, like, it it that... it bails me out on a lot of shit. Well, it affects you your work
3: whole At four thirty a.m. Yeah. Well, dude, that's like
1: that's one actually one of my points is why I work out. Like I don't even. At this point in my life, I don't really care about like, the, like the eight pack body. Like, yeah, I that's don't get me wrong. It's it would be nice to have, but I love pizza too much. But <laughs> the reason I do it is like I have I have two herniated discs in my lower back. So i like it, like it's. I always tell people like if you've never had back pain before, like you can't talk about it. It's like yeah. the wor- one of the worst, immo- yeah. like immobilizing yeah. pains you could ever get. I have lower back pain too. Oh, dude, it's, it's so, the it's so the bad. worst feeling in the world. It's, there's days where like you literally feel like you can't walk. It's nuts. Um, like, and it, and it, it really, like, puts perspective. You're like, shit, like, it really feels like I can't walk. Like, I can't use my body. And it, yeah. like, scares you. So, um, But I incorporated a lot of stretching and cardio and, like, li- weightlifting. And, like, Smart. I got to say, like, it's my back's never felt better. Smart. And I've had this injury since, since like, 10th grade. So it's over 10 years now. Wow. Um, but that's part of the reason why I wake up in the morning and go do what okay. I do. Because, first of all, your, your mindset the whole day is just – First of all, You're energetic. It sets the tone for your whole day. Exactly. And your body feels amazing. So in my head, I'm like, why the fuck wouldn't I do that? Exactly. Yeah. You, you know get the I mean? energy going. Yeah. But
0: you're smart. See, I, I try to preach what you're saying right now. Is like, we don't need the APEC. I'll never have. Yeah. APECs are APEC me in
3: the kitchen. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I've yet to get one. I'm never gonna have one. Yeah, but either. it's to keep the he heart has one ticking. Though, so. He, this guy's a, a genetic freak. But oh, that's dude. yeah. Yeah. He yeah. Can eat whatever and he, he wants. he'll have. Like, st- my first staff with yeah. this kid was, like, yep. he had four slices of pizza and a liter of Coke. And I'm, like, what the hell is this kid doing? <laughs> but, yeah, to your point, just keep the heart ticking is the most important thing. That's yeah. why I work out every morning. Yeah. Same thing. Like, I, you know, we're getting older, right? Starting a family here, at least on my end here. It's, just like, you just want to stay healthy. Yeah. And it kind of relieves anxiety, to be honest, too. Or the stress they have for the upcoming day. So it helps I, out.
2: I wanted to touch on that, too. Just sort of from, like, a mental health standpoint. And uh, do you have clients who, you know, kind of say that uh, your your training process has made them feel better just physically and mentally? Too? Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. That's yeah.
0: The first thing that happens is the energy. Um, but the mental aspect is mm. huge. And then it becomes an addiction. The most positive addiction you could do is the training. But, yeah, it helps mentally. I mean, if I could speak it firsthand, though. For me, I mean, you know, I've been through it with this and that and mm-hmm. chaos and, light and whatever it may be. And, and exercise has always helped me. And it gets, it, it, it hits the right spot in the morning. Mm. Um, but then you do need, and most of our clients now, which the new, well, not new fad, it's been around forever, but it's like meditation, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, they'll work out in the morning and then they'll find their time midday, which I've been told to do now. And I'm, you know, trying to figure out a time I can do it, which 20 minutes of just meditation because it could help that too midday. Um, but, but, you know, the sense of working out in the morning, Um, and, or whatever time you work out, yes, it helps relieve stress. Yeah. It helps if you have anxiety, relieve anxiety. Mm -hmm. It just makes you happier and makes you more energetic. It makes you, you know, it makes you an overall better person. Yeah. Um, and you know, it it gives you what you need for the rest of the day or night, whatever it may be, but it it helps you out mentally on so many different levels that we don't even understand how much it actually does help out with specific things.
2: Yeah. So you guys, the unique, you know, perspective of, you know, it's not you're not working people out at your gym. You're bringing the gym to them. So you're playing away games every time. Always, we're always on the road. <laughs> I want to, I want to know, always. I want to know about some away game kind of. Uh, I mean, I don't want to go into specific examples, but you're kind of working out in people's houses, or there are dogs running around and things like that.
0: You find out a
2: lot yeah.
0: <laughs> when you're in somebody's house. Yeah, you find out everything. Yeah, you find out. I've learned. Put it this way. I've learned how to be the parent I want to be by just over these six years. That's awesome. I've learned how to parent somehow just by s- observing and seeing what goes on in these yeah. houses. I'm yeah. like, oh, I want to do this or I'm not doing that at all. Um, you, uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you. we see it all. Yeah. We, we definitely see it all. It's unique, like you're saying, because you, you're like, you're not going to the gym. You're not pulling up. You're not going to the gym. You're not a trainer in the gym and they bring everything to you and they tell you about their problem, whatever it may be. You're going into someone's house. Mm. Okay. Um, you're on their turf. Like you said, you're, you're the away team every day. You're the UA team. Yeah. But it's so different and it's so unique. And people try to tell me it's the same thing. Oh, I'm a trainer, whatever equinox or a trainer. You know, it's, it's, I do the same. I'm like, you, you don't though, you don't know what it's like going in someone's house. They, they run you. That is, that is, you're on their territory mm-hmm. now and you got to follow those rules. Mm-hmm. You take off your shoes. Take off your shoes. I've learned like so many things. Thing. You do not number park yeah. in their driveway. Like, you learn so many things. Yeah. I got a guy back up right into my van one year, right? Because I was in his driveway. And it's my fault because I'm in his driveway. Wow. You know, so there's little things that I've Ooh. learned that you find out everything about the people. Yeah. Because you're there at crucial times, right? They, you're, if you're training an adult at night, which is, you know, rare, but we have adults at night. The kids are coming home from school. They're home from school. They're either doing their homework or they have activities or someone's driving someone to hockey and who's driving whatever, baseball. You find out everything. You find out the stress levels in-house. You find out which kids answer back or don't answer at all. You find out there's so many different things you find out about the family, dogs, animals, whatever it may be. And in the morning is even, you know, a little quieter, right? The morning we find out a little quieter, like people don't. They're really, uh, I would, I would I don't want to use the word nasty, but you yeah, know, they're waking up early to train, right? Okay, they don't even want to see you. They're dealing with some Bad elements, morning, yeah. yeah, yeah, a lot of elements.
3: It's a totally different animal though than going to someone's houses. That's why we talked about a lot of like building relationships because you're going into someone's house. It's not like they're coming to your gym. Like, so we bring all the equipment inside, and we have to specifically like cater to. That person that we have that day. So. And
1: you gotta think, like, you know, I'm not gonna wear like it's a comfortability thing. Like, I'm not gonna wear this shit to the gym because I'm no. self conscious or whatever, but like, these people probably pull up and they're just fucking underwear. Oh, yeah. And like, we have yeah. yeah, we, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 He looks at me, see the look I got guy uh, This we, guy's like, for the wounds, i like, oh, ready, yeah. Mark. Let's go, dude. Yeah, we got I'm Feeling we, strong today.
2: My we, man saw someone in a singlet the other day. Yeah, no, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah some yeah, people yeah.
3: open the door in their underwear, let's just say, or pajamas and slippers and we just still were We've them had out a couple weather.
0: instances where there was something that we'll just we'll just say very unprofessional that happened early on in my career. Wow. Um yeah, and I, I just I reminded her that this was a professional business and I'm a professional and that was me with one van at that time and and then I actually wrote her check back, sent it back to her house, to be honest with you. She got a package deal. I sent it right back uh, the next day <laughs> um, because it, it was that aggressive. Wow. I remember calling Monique like on the way. As soon as it happened, I'm like, you're never going to guess this. And she's like, people are nuts in New York because she's in California And, oh, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'm like, there's, there's no it, like, shame here. She like that straight,
1: like, chill Cali vibe. Yeah, oh,
0: she's, that's what I mean. The balance goes. I'm total one to 10 New York. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm aggressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's
1: just like, all right. Like This lady right. opens the door, she has like two slices on her fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a, ready, Mark. That's exactly what happened. Put it that Mark. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> exactly. Two oh and T. <laughs> two and T. <tea. laughs> Except um, there were no slices. No slices.
2: I had a couple more questions for you. We're running out of time a little bit, but talking about going back to your wife and talking about life balance and you know dealing with a, a hectic schedule starting early I think that we, you kind of hinted to the fact that you do find those special moments with your wife where you're kind of doing like, whether it's a date night or kind of things that are kind of quality time that, you know, kind of refocuses the fact that we're all doing this for the kind of the same mission and then we, you know, still appreciate each other. So do you have those kind of, you build in those moments together or times together? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah,
0: um, When we are together, it's it's definitely special. We like doing this uh, specific thing actually every two weeks on a Saturday, usually, uh, uh, she picks a, uh, a number from, say, you know, 1 to 9, and I'll pick from you know, 20 to 90. And then whatever numbers we pick, we find a restaurant on that block in the city. No, And we'll go. Yeah, so whatever, whatever number say I, I say eighty six, and she, that. yeah, eighty six, and she says second. Then we'll go to eighty six and second, and whatever restaurants nearby, we're gonna go.
3: I'm his work yeah. wife. I'm supposed to know. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, <laughs> Carly's <laughs> a
2: work
1: wife. I girl. wish There's it was that easy with my girlfriend, dude. It's literally back. It's like, yo, what do you want to eat? I don't know for, le- for twenty minutes. Yeah. That,
2: that might that might actually remove that though. Then you know yeah. you gotta pick something. You only have
0: yeah. X amount of options. Like I you're like there, it's like whatever's here we're doing, or we're only going a block away, and that's it. Yeah. And that's our rule. And we've what had some good meals. No, we've had some. I mean. It's like the opposite. Like, okay. you, it's New York City. Yeah. Can you really go that wrong? Exactly. And we found so many hidden gems. Yeah. It's like, um, don't ask me your names because I'm shot. You know, <laughs> I have way too many concussions. But, like, <laughs> we've been to, like, some serious places. It was really good. But we, yes, there's moments like that every um, Every Sunday. I take time and, you know, obviously, before, you know, I usually go to the office Sundays too, but I, I make sure to spend time with her, whether it's breakfast or making yoga. pancakes or whatever. Yoga together. We do yoga every she morning. Kills him in yoga. Yoga. She Yeah, she's she's intense. She has a gymnast mentality.
2: Wait a minute. Yeah, you told me about this. She was uh, like yeah. a legit gymnast. Yeah,
0: she was an All-American national champion at UCLA. She is 2010. Uh, they won the national championship. She, in 2012, I want to say, was um, the All-American for uneven bars. She came in third in the country yeah Damn. yeah so she really takes the cake for the athlete and the family and people yeah, she's uh, better than him. Oh yeah I mean yeah. she was intense but she like I said she was 70 hours a week yeah. you know growing up with this just a different mindset with yeah. the is.
1: What's the uneven bar
0: Um so the bar literally
2: just, bars that it look like parallel but they're uneven they're yeah. yeah yeah
0: so she, you like you she, 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 she like jump like like from one bar to another she, she, she like go from one bar to another and she has obviously shoulder surgery now She looks like a shark her shoulder shit laying on the side it was a mess but it's just a different mindset like we can't only with yoga we work out together, but she hates working out with me because I'm always screwing around, fucking around. I'm mm-hmm. having a good time no matter what I'm doing. Like, I'm working out, but like, I'm having, and she's like, you just, can you just be serious? She, she locks in. Like, no, she oh. locks in, man.
3: She's more she... intense than that. She's intense she's when American. it comes
0: to that. Yeah. And she's like, come on, Mark, really? And I'm like, all right, so we don't work out together. We honestly don't anymore till like Sunday's yoga. I
1: agree with time. her. I hate working out with people.
0: Yeah. yeah. She, I don't she know what can't it is. Stand man.
1: It. It's like, it's like, it's like like one of the only parts of my day where I get to just like, be by myself. Yeah. Yeah. And have just like my, my own thoughts or my music and just like focus, because the rest of the day it's like oh family work this yeah. that and the other and it's like it's like one of the only times where I literally just get to be by myself. Yeah. Um. So I, I get where she's coming from. I mean, I'm I'm not as athletic as her. I literally. <laughs> I, the reason we why got, I asked about the bars because we gotta get like, you on those uneven bars. No 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 no, no. <laughs> I, I tried that once It was bad. The reason why I, I asked about the bars because I have a I have like I'm scarred for life. I remember in elementary school we um. Uh, we were going to like it was like a jungle gym, so there was a, like the balance bar, the balance beam bar. So I'm walking on it, oh, and yeah. I just fucking split. Yep. Oh yeah, that'll, that'll give you. Yeah, that'll haunt you and for years. Like, oh, so and oh, hold on, hold on. Thing, I like jump yep. over. <laughs> uh-huh. And I'm just scarred from I don't from like you. that oh, sort of stuff. now. Yeah, yeah, so
0: Yeah. Gymnasi- yeah. Gym is, gymnastics is not for me. She she claims she thinks our daughter is gonna you know be a, a gymnast as well. Or she actually wants her to play hockey, but I'm like yeah. I don't I don't, want, I don't think I want my kids. I'd rather her play the flute or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. No. <laughs> I don't want to pay for it A. Eh? I'm just sick of it and like, you know, cuz hockey's one and gymnastics actually two for most, you know, money shelling out. Yeah. Sports Hate to bring it to. You. So, she's, she's gonna definitely going to play sports. Everyone actually. thinks she's going to be like some, we want her to be healthy like I said right. first of course, but then, you know, we'll see.
2: Exactly. <laughs> Um, and then one of the other things I wanted to talk about, because it's part of building a business and it kind of is a reflection of you as a, you know, the owner and kind of the head of the the operation there, you have the opportunity to build and and bring on team members, uh, like your team here. And I, you know, I know Carly, she's, she's amazing. So I know that's a good team member and you're awesome too. I know you're a wrestler, so I know you're awesome too. (laughs) But, um, so you know, what is one of your favorite things to ask? I come from a recruiting background. And I enjoy that process of building teams, right? Mm-hmm. So you're taking someone, you kind of look at what the team needs and bringing them in and making it a mutually good fit. I feel that is super rewarding. From your perspective of having your own business, what are some of your, whether it's one or a couple things, that you kind of try to find about that person, specifically either about their personality or their work ethic? Is you have a question that they ask them that's your go-to to, like, dig that up or not really?
0: I do, you know, I've learned... Uh... I didn't at first, to be honest with you. Yeah. I would just see if they have a good personality. They come in. Um, I like a, a couple things. Um, at first, I asked your three-year goal yeah. now. And if and I don't really care the age you are. If you come in and you look at me and you're like, I don't know. You know, t- to me, that's a, a bit of an issue, I'll be honest with you. And I'm yeah. not trying to say, you know, people don't know. And it's fine. But just, just tell me, like, talk to me. Like, yeah, I never really thought about it. You know, say it a different way. I have right. kids recently come in, like, I don't know. And I'm like, you know, what are you doing here, man? We're going nationwide in my, my eyes in five years here mm. so. You know, either you're on board or you're not. Let's figure this out. Um, So I like to to see where people's mindset are. I don't Mm. care if they're 24 or 32 or 35. What do you want to do in the next three years of your life? Yeah. You should have goals set for yourself because what are you supposed to achieve if you don't have goals? Like, you're supposed to reach them. Um, And I I do like, I'm a big family guy, so um, I like to either ask questions about, and not to dive too deep into anything. I I don't know anyone's family situation, but if they bring up family or siblings or whatever it may be, and, you know, that, that helps me, you know, I I respect that. I love that. I bring up parents anyway. or Whatever it may be. I'm I'm a big family guy. Yeah. Um. So I don't. I, I, I ask some different situational questions too. If they, you know, if, perfect examples. If you know, like, if you're in a house and there's awkward silence for a minute, what are you doing? Like, you know what I mean? So I'm trying to see how they would react in uh, at home training yeah, opposed to in a gym. So I kind of dig in with like three or four questions of, of that sense. Yeah. Like you know, God forbid, a client gets injured. Like you know, what are you gonna do? Or you know, whatever it may be. Or the However, it is. I try to st- I try to make some real life situation questions, um, but I kind of I always make the eye contact too. So like yeah. I'm kind of an eye contact guy too. Like if you kind of shine away every yeah, thirty yeah, seconds, absolutely. and yeah. which is fine. Kids, you know the people are you know you know can be intimidated or whatever it may be for some reason. They clearly know, but like so I I am look intimidating to some people when they first meet me, and I look like I'm like such a teddy bear. But like <laughs> yeah. I guess if you don't know me, you think I'm like you know. Uh, the boss right they yeah, come into yeah, my yeah. office and they're sitting down with me and i'm like i'm just I'm
1: just. have you ever had a, a stepbrother situation yeah one, one kid someone farted. just like, farted yeah, like one mustard kid, and ketchup yeah, and you're just one like one
0: kid just farted once and it was just me and him in the room and i was like was it... i just said it like wasn't me and, it's, uh... <laughs> and i was just, like right in the eye i'm looking at the guy i'm like that wasn't me bro and he's just like and he just got red yeah. like beat red and I felt terrible for the kid. That kid is Andrew, okay? <laughs> that happened. No! Around. That was Andrew, yep. yep.
3: <laughs> oh my we've God. We've had a lot of our clients, though, do that as well. Did you just oh, say oh, that's like, a
2: natural part of the process to make them yeah. feel better? Yeah, absolutely. But it's not natural. Yeah, we
3: no. just pretend it didn't happen and we just keep
2: what's going on with the we, workouts.
0: We we, oh, we have oh we have, oh For sure, you're stretching out a client. I mean, I've encountered, I'm sure. We
3: do
0: specific yeah. movements. Yeah, we've all, oh yeah, you do a specific movement. For a that's female from 40 to 47 40 years old, you know Someone's going to gonna start, yeah. Yeah, Oh, yeah. Or a male that's 50 to 55 and you're doing a specific move, you know it's coming. So you kind of brace yourself at this point. Like, all you like go to this to... person's
1: house in the hazmat. So you're like, hey, we're ready for the workout. <laughs>
0: yeah, let's go. Yeah, we're doing split squats today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Controlled. Oh, my God. Yeah, and it just comes in. But, yeah. Oh, we, uh, especially, you know, like, women that, you know, were pregnant or had babies, right? You can't jump with them too much, right? Oh, if, yeah. I'm, if you do any sort of jumping jacks, like, forget about it the baby's there's bathroom out. breaks this yeah. bathroom breaks every every 30 seconds you got to know how to kind of program you kind of learn yeah. this was a learn trade uh, you know from my end all yeah. these years yeah you learn the ins and outs
1: and where where do you guys cover uh, and, oh, as yeah, far good as new question. york goes yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah so yeah. we we start in uh, queens um malba Beechers area um, and then we go all the way i guess really to Dix hills we've been to Dix hills and back so wow. we, we kind of take care of everything our hotbeds are manhattan and Roslyn. Um, those are our uh, headquarters base or Manhattan and Roslyn.
2: So, and I was reading a little bit about, I think it was on the same website, but you were saying that a lot of uh, the times, you know, your, your client base is, you say families. We do, yeah. we work out families. So how many, uh, I guess not a percentage, but is it a majority? You're working out a couple or a couple of people, friends come over or is it just one-on-one or? Majority
0: is 90% one-on-one. Gotcha. Um, you know, we're very lucky to have a specific demographic of clientele. Uh, We're lucky that they have, you know, we call disposable income that they can have, you know, one session, you know, say for the mother in the morning then the two kids at night will do separate sessions each. Um, We found that's our niche. Um, You know, we found that brothers and sisters working out together does not work mm. uh, you know maybe once in a blue moon it'll work but they're not getting most bang for their buck because they're at each other's throats the whole session yeah. Right? couples don't like to train together either we have a couple like I said that couple who lost weight together okay that's great but they like to do it individually they want their own time they're mm. paying for their own time mm. and they'll pay for the children's own time and that's what we found that worked for us at least. But we do do groups. We do teams. We do many teams. We do groups if, you know, group of ladies in the morning, five people go to one house. Yeah, we do it all. But what we found that works the best for us is that one-on-one, two-on-one. That's our bread and
2: butter. Yeah. That's awesome. Um or we're running out of time, but I wanted to say just kind of just based on our conversation, what I've been reading, your kind of tenacity of, you know, you took yourself and you you could have, you know, went the route of getting a job and everyone almost everyone does. And it's it's a scary thing to come from a place where, like you said, there isn't a structure built out for you. There isn't the exact right way when you're starting a business model that is solving a problem that's not necessarily there. So you kind of dove into that. And, and you're coming from the, the New York area. We're proud of you, dude. And uh, it was cool to hear your story. And uh, we're going to be following you along the Thank way. I, I have one
1: question it. before yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I always like to put like new workouts or incorporate new workouts. What's one workout each of you guys should always have? Uh,
0: what I, like, personally? Like
1: personally, the one workout you can't like live without. I can't or, li- everyone should have in their arsenal.
0: I can't live without Tabata. I can't what live is without Tabata. So it's a 16-minute workout, right? It's 20 seconds of doing the exercise, 10 seconds of rest. And you do that for 16 Mm. minutes. But you could pick eight different exercises. Say you're doing push-ups. Push-ups 20 seconds. Rest 10 seconds. Do that three more times. That's two minutes. Then do air squats, whatever it may be. And then you repeat that. So pick eight different exercises. You could pick four different exercises and do, you know, four rounds of each. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Tabata, simple to the point. That's all I really have time for. I wake up and I only do the most I do is a 20-minute workout every morning. Yeah. The most except for the Murph days, which yeah. usually takes me 35 minutes, but uh, it's aggressive. Tabata. He's, like, bragging. That
3: would
1: take me, like, three hours. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Yeah. Tabata
3: really gets the heart going. It's, yeah. like, quick cardio, so.
1: I've never heard of Tabata. I'd definitely yeah. to try that out. Definitely. Yeah. Tabata, you would say, too?
3: Um. Yeah, pretty much Tabata and then anything with, like, the kettlebell I use for any, any – different w- movement pretty much I, right. I only need the kettlebell pretty i've much. never used a kettlebell in my or mini bands oh, so we you love would, mini bands. you gotta try
0: us for a week we'll come and just
3: yeah. oh, it. Yeah. Dude, please please and then i'm sure andrew what do you have jump on that mic
2: put it a... yeah
4: um yeah i like compound movements so compound movements are kind of like mixing different movements like a row to deadlift you do like two reps of each and just kind of do like four to five rounds a minute arrest, rest and kick it up you know do it a different way i'm uh, going like Chest press over to flies, pullovers, You know, change it up that way. <laughs>
3: They're um, looking at you like they have no idea. What like you're yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he said
2: chest and flies. It sounds smelly over there. <laughs> 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 flies. No. Uh, but most bang for joke. your buck. We'll sprints. Most bang we'll for thought, your buck. We'll sprints. About compound movements. Compound yeah. movements. Yeah. 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 Sprints. Sprints. Go to the
0: park. You know, eight to fifteen sprints. Go run forty yards as fast as you can. Walk it back. Do that 8 to 15 times. That's just personally me, but like I, most bang for your buck sprints. It does endurance. It does power. It does strength all at one time. And it gets rid of my beautiful love handles I have. And it, it's the best that thing to get rid bun. of the, the love handle, the dad bun.
4: No, I <laughs> agree with that. Also of work. Work on that agility.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. I love that when you're mixing in intervals and, and sprints too because like when you – for wrestling, you have to cut weight in search a certain yeah. like a condensed amount of time. Um, and it's a lot, a lot of water weight it's not that healthy but sprints i would always just it would just jack up your heart rate right. and you're just sh- you're just shedding uh, yeah. pounds but
3: yeah just that's the best thing about our company i feel like because a lot of people think they need so much equipment to work out and get in shape and we use minimal equipment we use minimal space in the houses and we get them results so yeah. i think like it's better than going to a gym honestly and uh,
2: yeah and, and to your point it's it's if you're it can be overwhelming at a gym because there's a thousand different things, yeah. and like you know, some of those things are—I mean, a majority are probably useful. But I like when you can kind of cut it down to a core of different equipment and just kind of hone in on that and, yeah. and lock in on those things and then instead you of have
3: like to always wait for the equipment, yeah, like the machines to be ready if you yeah. are on it, like wait for it to get yeah. a spot like it's drive just... in traffic.
0: We're just pitching right now. This is a,
2: yeah, this is oh, yeah. Please <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hey, th- give us your elevator pitch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I love it. I, I'm gonna hit you guys up because I want to. I want to test this out. Yeah. Where
1: can people find you guys?
3: Definitely uh, Instagram on the Mark Training, Mark with a C, and our website is onthemarktraining.com.
1: And the app is on the Mark as well.
0: Uh, OTMT Elite Health.
3: Okay. In the App Store. And cool. The app store.
0: Yeah, and we'll
2: throw
1: it on social
2: then, so you can kind of uh, follow them on and on social media, and then also their app and things like that. That. Uh, Guys, thank you for so much for coming. It's a warm up so podcast. Much.